0: Log Talk Radio. I'm your host, David Ashinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits, The Dreams Come True with the Right Mindsets, coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Network. And today's presentation is five deep things to think about to find everlasting joy. You remember this, your emotions are inside you and it's how you react to what's going on around you that can make you happy, sad, or whatever you're feeling. You might be surprised to hear that many people aren't authentically happy. Sure, they may have some happy feelings sometimes. However, deep down, much of the time, they struggle with feelings of sadness, anger, frustration, and so on and so on. Even so, most people don't really let others know that they are struggling. When someone asks them how they're doing, they smile and say, great, and keep it moving. But within, they aren't super happy. Have you ever just lay in bed at night and wondered about your life? What is your purpose? Why you feel so sad lately? What would make you happy? And remember this. When you go to bed at night, your mind wanders. And that's your subconscious mind. And what's happening is everything that's gone on in the past, everything that you want in the future, even things that are happening currently, all kind of go through your mind and how you react to it. And That's why often if you have a big idea and it becomes a dream, you have to take that from your subconscious into your conscious mind to make it real. So these types of questions are fairly common. Part of life's journey is trying to figure out your purpose and discover your authentic joy. The good news is that you can, with the right tools, attitude, and plenty of perseverance. Get where you want to be. It's all up to you. You know, no matter how many times if you have problems and you go into therapy, unless you truly want to change, nothing anyone does to try and help you will make you change. It's all up to you, it's all up to how you handle different situations, and it's all up to how you want to be. Because if you want to remain the victim, you're going to remain the victim. If you want to be successful, then you're going to do what it takes to be successful. So what do you believe? Our beliefs are so important. Do you realize that ever you are currently in your life is a correlation of your beliefs and your actions from the past in your thought, life and beliefs were primarily negative. Your circumstances today are probably more negative than you'd like. This is why so many times when you grow up in a home with a parent who's constantly telling you what you can't do, instead of encouraging you to do the best that you can at what you can do, it always has a negative effect on you in the future. And why is it doing that? Because you're hearing those things over and over over and over again in your head and until you take and reprogram your thoughts in transactional analysis what it's known as is scripting that someone is scripting you into a mold and you're accepting that mold for what it is and the laws of attraction it's talk it's what it's doing is saying that the messages that you have can be changed by changing the negativity into the positive affirmations and reprogramming your thought processes so that you think more positively. If you thought life and beliefs were primarily positive, you're probably feeling some joy in your life today. This principle is called the law of attraction. Essentially, it means that whatever you put out or put your focus on, you attract more of the same. Granted, it's not an all or nothing thing. However, there is enough proof around that should help us Become more curious. What you think and believe affects your moves and actions every day. If you sway toward the negative, it's time to change to the positive. Learn to retrain your brain to be more positive. And what will happen is that you will begin to attract more positive things into your life. So take some time to gauge your thought life and replace negative thoughts with positive ones. Just like a virus that has potential to harm a computer, negative thoughts have the potential to harm your life. So it's important to take care of this issue. Now, before we go any further, what I want to do is kind of give you some things where you're having the opportunity to say affirmations. And why affirmations? Well, very simply, because affirmations are things and the way you say them can affect how you react. And Now, here's some affirmations to think of. It's all going to be worth it in the end. What's meant for me will find me. I turn my attention to the now. I do what is right for me. I feel excited about the possibilities that are about to enter my life. Things are starting to look up for me. Here's some other affirmations to think about. There's always a blessing coming out of everything that's happening in my life. I am gaining valuable insights. I only keep getting better. Everything is already in my favor. Easier for me to let things go. I won't not waste my valuable energy on things that don't deserve it. So you see, there are many ways that you can say things that affect how you react in different situations, and this is so important in how you relate to what's going on around you. So try to enjoy the journey. Sometimes things don't go our way or trying times come, but we still have the ability to do our best and enjoy the journey. So why is it one person can still smile and authentically feel happy when tough times come and another one can't? The former Person has tapped into the realm of positive thinking and beliefs. They understand that tough times will come, and they're decided ahead of time to keep a positive perspective when they do. Now, here's the thing. We can set goals, and we can set a target date, but here's the other thing. If everything depends on you working, and remember, you have to break things down into smaller, achievable chunks because if you look at the beginning before you get started and you look at the end goal, it can be very daunting. So think about it. If you're in college or you just starting college, and you're thinking four years down the road, you'll you'll graduate. And, well, what do you have to do to graduate? Well, there's certain courses you have to take. There's certain basic things you have to learn. And then you have to decide specifically where your interests lie and then declare a major and work towards that major. Now, some majors or some things that you do don't, may even require more than just a a bachelor's degree. And previously, in the last century, many a times you had the opportunity to even get an associate's degree in a specific field before you got the bachelor's degree, and then you might have had to go for that master's degree or even the Ph.D. So the end result of knowing what your goals are and then taking it and looking at what do you have to do each year or each month or each day to actually reach that end goal that's what can help you to really decide how you're going to get there and feel success along the way. So past go. You probably won't find authentic joy if you keep living in the past. The past is over, and it's time to learn from it and let it go. Let it go. Of any guilt, and allow old wounds to heal. You can have a clean slate anytime you determine. Today is a great day to bid au revoir to negativity, regrets, fear, anger, and embrace a new journey, a journey that you will enjoy regardless of what happens. You may have to learn to let go. You may have been holding so tightly to your past that emotions surrounding it are stuck in you like glue. It may take some time to repattern your brain from negative to positive, but if you're persistent, it will happen. So life is too short to be miserable in a day. Or day in and day out. So enjoy the journey. Now I'm going to tell you a little story that I think is so pertinent here. I have a sister that's deaf and had so much potential, but she her personality was such that she was very introverted. So she didn't know how to go reach out and how to go get what she wanted and how to do the things that would truly help her reach goals. In fact, she didn't even know how to set goals because she was never encouraged to do anything. And many years ago, when she was very young, and she's profoundly deaf because it's a nerve deafness, it was like my parents refused to learn sign language, and they refused to show her that they accepted her for what she is. And they sent her to schools where they would put hearing aids on her and teach her to hear. And this was before you even had the cochlear implants, that if you put it on a child when they're very a, a, a young, then it, they as the brain is developing and as the connections are de- developing, then what's happening is, You're going to learn to hear. But in her case, she never did. And they never showed her that they truly accepted her for who she is. And my mother never wanted to be alone. And whenever they lived in New York, and and instead of working with her counselors to help her become more independent, she did everything to sabotage them so that she could keep her home with her. She tried it with me, but because my personality was so different, it never quite worked and we never got along. And she refused to help me when I really needed it. And I was homeless on several occasions because she refused to help me. But here's the thing. Today, my sister is 73 years old. All she does is talk about the past. Because that's when she lived someplace where she had friends that she was going out with and she was doing things. She, and From the time she was 46, she was moved to Florida, not given the opportunity to interact with people. And today, she just will sleep away today. And when she goes to see her therapist, she's been diagnosed as schizophrenic, but the problem is she doesn't even have that problem. And it's all based on the fact that she talks about the past. Well, she talks about the past because there's nothing going on in her life today that's talking about. So why not realize and try and get her the right now that will take her away from the past and give her a reason to live on a daily basis? Do what makes you Feel happy. One of the toughest things for me to do with feeling sad, angry, frustrated is to get up and do something that might make me better. I want it, or I want to, but the motivation just isn't there. Now, I go to the gym three days a week, and I was very good about it and very consistent about it, and then the pandemic hit, and yes, I'm getting older too, so I know the the motivation is waning a little bit, but what keeps me going is that I know that I have transportation that picks me up on those days, and so I can't just say, I'm not getting ready to go today. Or I'm not gonna go because there's someone that's gonna be there to pick me up and take me. But remember this: as we age, that also affects our motivation too. So we gotta recognize that that when you're at the beginning of your your journey through life, you, and and even in in your middle years, you're more motivated because you see a long long road ahead of you, but as you get older, sometimes that that road gets smaller and smaller or shorter and shorter, and it can affect your mood, so recognizing that, dealing with it, and accepting a lot of the things that you have to, and find joy in everything that you do. However, because I understand the principle of the law of attraction, I make myself get out and do things that causes me to feel some joy. Even if it's something as simple as playing with a dog, I raise my emotional vibration. This is also why for older people, having animals are so important. Because as they get older and the children are grown and they're all out on their own and having families of their own, it's easy for them not to be spending a lot of time with you. So having an animal gives you that reason to get up every day and gives you that reason to take part and do things every day. If you engage in some activities that make you feel happy, chances are you'll tap into your authentic joy more often. You will get out from under these negative feelings more and more. Do you enjoy walking in the woods? Get out there and do it. Do you giggle like a kid when you hang out with your nephews and nieces? Make time to do that more often. Do you get feeling of joy when you spend quality time with your lover? Then be sure that you do it frequently. Life can get busy with work, chores, errands, and duties. And those things do not always cultivate joy. So be sure that you are engaging in things that do. You often hear about the empty nester syndrome. And that's because as we get older, and as your children get older, and they go out and they're on their own, then what happens is that as a couple, you, you focus so much on your children that you lose sight of your relationship. This is why it's so important, even as your children get older, that you make time to work on that relationship. Because otherwise, that's why you hear many older people getting divorced or, or actually one partner dying before the other. That's why you see a lot of senior communities where seniors get to move into and they often have different activities for them like pickleball or tennis or swimming or aerobics, things that young people didn't always have time to do in the past or even didn't even take time to do that they actually, as they get older, take part in. Because why? For one thing, it improves your health. For another thing, it improves improves your mental well-being. This is why, now I've been going to the gym for over 30 years and started back in the 80s when they were relatively new and started growing and becoming the thing to do. And I did it because I have a disability and for purposes of mobility needed it. And that's, that's always been my motivation for going to the gym and why I have remained consistent with it over the years. So often you just need to realize and see the things that can truly help you cultivate and relate to in your life. So cultivating joy takes time. Please don't think that you have to be happy all the time. That's not a realistic goal. However, you can cultivate higher levels of joy in your life and that will feel great. So also note that it takes time and effort. It will also take professional help if you've never really worked on past issues that tripped you up in some way. Don't be afraid to reach out for help if need be. The time spent in therapy is usually worth the investment. Remember, you are a divine and beautiful creation worthy of experiencing so much joy. So smile and feel it more often. And this is where we talk about how all of these come within you and where you relate to all of these feelings and these emotions, because life is a journey from the time you're born to the day you die. You, It's a journey. You're going to have highs, you're going to have lows, and how you relate to what's going on in your life is what's so important. So understanding where you're coming from, understanding how the things around you affect you and how it can build on your relationships with other people. And remember this, if you grow up in a home where there's a lot of negativity, what happens? Then that's what you're seeing and that's what you take into the home that you make. And often what happens is If you come from a home where there was a lot of physical and emotional abuse, then what's happening? That You find a mate that comes from a very similar home, and that's the home that you create for your children. Well, is that the home that you really want, or are you looking for a way to change? Because this is what I say. You can can listen to certain celebrities like, And where they talk about the kind of home they come from, and they say, oh, I'm going to be a different parent, and I'm going to do things differently. And yet, when you see the things that they're doing, and the choices they made in a mate, then what's happening? That someone who could be very happy in the lifestyle that he was living, and his mate wanted something totally different, and convinced him. That the life that he was leading is is very detrimental, and to find a way to create a different environment. So what happens? He he kind of reinforces a lot of things, and uh, that 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 person says. And what does it do? It creates the environment that's Not only hostile hostile for him, but hostile for his children. And what are they teaching their children when they bad male their family and denigrate them and, and say how bad they are? Because you are a product of home you come from. And unless you get therapy, unless you're willing to admit that you have a problem and you want to change, then you are not going to change. And that's why earlier I said that your personality really affects you because sometimes if you're an introverted personality, then you need to be encouraged, you need to be pushed, and you need – the support that you can get in therapy. Sometimes even if you're an extrovert, you still need that therapy, but you're more capable of being able to deal with it and react to it. And, the, and then you're more likely to say, I want to change. I want to be a different person. I want to be the kind of person that's respected. So understanding just how all of those things play out is so important. And remember, in communication, it's listening. It's the body language that you exude, the facial expressions, because your facial expressions are going to tell people what's really going on inside you, even if you don't recognize that yourself. And I have two membership sites. One membership site is for personal development, and the other is on entrepreneurship, because where your head is determines whether or not you're going to be successful either way. And my membership site that deals with personal development is askdevilashinsky.com. And you can go to that website and you can read about my background and you can decide whether or not you want to sign up to get the courses and develop a better mindset.